1: episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death Lineup.
2: That's
1: good, man. You just at home?
2: Yeah, yeah, at home. Um the the heat went out, so I got oh. a heater. But, oh, no, yeah, it's, it's is, a little you, cold.
1: What 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 season is it there? It's coming into winter for you, isn't it?
2: It's coming, yeah, fall time. So it's like it's like fifty something degrees in the house right now. So that's crazy, dude. Thank god I got a heater, so we're we're cooking in the living room.
1: You know the weirdest <laughs> thing about this is I've got a tiny little desk fan that's right there because I'm Sweating my ass off here in in Australia on the Gold Coast. Like, oh
2: man, it's, it's a complete opposite, polar opposites. Yeah. yeah. So you know,
1: you could have a bit of mine, I'll have a bit of you, and then it'll just even everything. Oh,
2: in. It'll be an equilibrium. It yeah. Work. <laughs> That's, if only that worked like that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Planet. What the fuck? But um.
2: <laughs> anyway, yeah.
1: it's uh, good to talk to you again, man. It's been a little while.
2: Yeah. Since when? When do, was it? Valley? We'll talk to?
1: Yeah, it. I think so.
2: Oh. Cool.
1: Yeah, it has been. But it, that was phone. This is this is a whole new ball game, man. Talking. To oh people, yeah. You can see people now, which is which is good. But I've spoken to you on the phone a couple of times, so it's a uh, good to catch up with you again, man. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's good to, good to hear your voice.
1: Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. Well, uh, of course, the new White Chapel album, Kin, just dropped, and it's such a great record and, and a significant uh, continuation of, of the band's evolution since The Valley. How was it going into this one after The Valley and, and having such a great success with that album?
2: Uh, we just, you know, we, we knew how, how special that album was, and we just wanted to honor you know, what that was, but, you know, bring it in, just make, give more because I feel like there's a, a lot more to the story that could be told, Um, you know, musically first, because it all starts with the music. So we just, we just tried to see how, how deep we can get with it. And, you know, the deeper we got, the deeper Phil got, and it was just kind of, you know, it's just those two elements playing off each other.
1: And, and concept wise, I believe this is a continuation Um. Is that right? Of the Valley?
2: Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's a direct continuation, like right after Doomwoods ends, the uh, kin begins. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was. It, and, but this is plays a linear. It's a linear storyline. So um, it's, uh, you know, it starts, you know, from the beginning of the story, track one, and then it you know, plays itself out. The whole story until the, the final track whereas the valley was like each story each song was different different story this is just one uh you know one piece of you know we call it, like to think of it as a musical
1: how, how does it tie in story-wise
2: um or as the valley was a uh, true true events true life, like events from Phil's childhood. Um, this is all the inner world, the inner events that happening inside of his mind. Um, after the Valley, he, you know, pretty much manifested an evil self. Yeah. That trying to pull him back into the Valley, but it's, um, you know, it, that um, it happened, you know, the the horrible events happened and, um, but the evil self is trying to like, you know, in like songs like "Blood Soaked Symphony," there's a resurrection that happens where he brings his parents back, and uh, that's the evil self trying to lure um, Phil's true self back into the valley because they can't live. He can't live without him. So that's that whole the whole Ken album is just like a constant, you know, tug of war between the two. It's
1: incredible. It's incredible, and it it just it seems like it goes quite deep personally for him as well. I mean, yeah. how does how much does Phil go into with that with you guys when when you're writing it? Does he explain it?
2: No, no, not at all. It's all in his mind. Like he, you know, we write the music and um you know he'll come up with like musical ideas or just like um suggestions of like what to do, you know, going into another part or something. But as far as lyrically goes, you know, he He'll, he he keeps that under wraps, um, which I wish he'd tell you know. I wish he'd tell me more before, but you know that's how we work. He just kind of um, we finish the music first, and then he and then he writes writes to that.
1: Because I know that you know lyrics can be quite personal for people when they're putting that out there. So to even share some, I, I, especially if it's traumatic for people, you know, and they're trying to yeah it can be difficult for them to you know even explain that i guess that's that's the perfect way of doing is metaphors through music of dealing with stuff Mm -hmm. like that you know like is it is it part of a trilogy is it something you guys have got a much bigger plan for in future
2: um we'll see like we never really know like what the concept's going to be until uh phil writes lyrics because we always um you know write the music first and you know (laughs) we kind of always piggyback of what happened before like the album before we kind of learned what worked there and what didn't and then you know that influences the next album and um you know it'd be cool to do a, a trilogy we just have to you know see what how phil reacts to the music and you know what kind of comes to mind there what kind of vibe yeah
1: yeah and the uh album cover is incredible your wife did that right
2: yeah yeah she did she did Man. she did a, yeah she did great great job. We knew, you know, we knew she can, uh, she's a great painter. We just, we've never had like a, uh, like a look, you know, pre prior, you know, to, to, um, to any album. Uh, but this one, we had a lot of time, you know, from COVID and
1: yeah,
2: uh, we came up with like a good, like look for the album and we all agreed on it. And that's the biggest part, just like agreeing on, okay, this is what the album is going to look like. We just need it painted. Um, not just kind of going into it blindly being like, okay, let's see what you can do. um, Because, you know, that's just a big waste of time for everybody involved. So we just, you know, we all had a idea of what it would look like and, you know, we kind of gave her the reins.
1: You did such an incredible job, man. And like knowing that it was painted is insane.
2: Like, yeah, it's, 12 by 12 canvas. Um, oh, man. Detail. So it's the same vi- as a vinyl. So if you get the vinyl, you kind of – you get the same size as what the actual painting is.
1: I want it on vinyl. <laughs> I've just fallen down the, <laughs> the, the the vinyl yeah, right. rabbit hole. You can't see it. It's right there. But uh, I I am vinyl crazy right now. So I want to want to get it, the physical. Because I, I guess the artwork like that and it being so special – you know you appreciate it being on that larger format and something that you can you know i'm enjoying that at the moment i guess it's something that she's proud of as well and and you know contributing yeah
2: yeah so happy she's happy too so this is cool like we can both kind of you know be happy be stoked on you know this together you know i was before i was just like i was real stoked on the record and she you know she she's i mean she's happy for me but you know this time she can be a you know kind of part of the team
1: it's very the cover's pretty unsettling i've been staring at it and it's it's quite disturbing is that something that she usually paints in that style or is it something that she had to go somewhere personally to to tap into that with you guys
2: yeah well she's she's more of a watercolor painter so this like pointillism is not her um you know, she's not used to it, yeah. Um, but she, like, loves pointillisms artists like um, George Surratt and Yayoi Kusama, and those are a big influence on, you know, how she does that, but she's, you know, she's scholared in painting. She went to, to school for, for drawing, and she took a bunch of painting classes, and, you know, she's she's really great at colors and just vibrant, vibrant colors, so, I mean, it was, like, a learning experience, too, her making that, like, we did an interview with heaviest of art and we sent like progress picks and stuff. So you can oh, wow. like see the progress of the, the album being made. So you can see like where she did something and then it didn't work out and she kind of painted over it and kind of started over again. So it took about a month for um, like eight hours a day for a month. And the thing is, she's not a patient person at all. She's like one of the most unpatient people ever. So <laughs> the fact that, you know, it was completed and, you know, she believed in the music and believed in, you know, all of us is, you know, so that's awesome. It's, it's cool. That's,
1: yeah. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And it was recorded at Zach's studio in his house, right?
2: Yeah. 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 So we could all like go to Zach's house and we wrote the record and recorded it there too. So it was all you know, very familiar.
1: Is there a bar fridge there? There's gotta be a what a little bar fridge you need a little a bar you know, fridge.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Got, we got bar. Yeah. But, um, like after, <laughs> you know, after the day we'll, we'll go crack open a beer or something, but beer doesn't really, uh, isn't, isn't, does not helpful. I guess when we're writing the record, yeah. like usually I'll make a big pot of coffee and just, just chug on that while we're writing. Um,
0: yeah. but yeah,
2: the fridge was stocked.
1: Yeah, that's the way to do it. Well, I mean, it, it, doing it that way. I mean, you re- recorded there before, right? You did the valley there? Yeah. What did you learn this time that uh, compared to to doing that process before? Was there something that you fine-tuned in in that process that that helped you bring this one together?
2: Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just like we liked the process how we did the valley because it was very streamlined. Um Uh, And so we just kind of replicated it, you know, because it it worked so well on there. Um, We just kind of replicated that process. So, you know, once you have that base down that you know what to expect, as far as the environment goes, you could kind of play around more, um, I guess, when you're being creative and experimenting and stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, given the state of the world at the time, was it difficult to even get together you know initially you know uh, was it was it hard bringing everyone together with lockdowns and things like that and dealing Um, with global static well
2: we we live near each other so and so we kind of like kept in our bubbles you know just hung out with family and the band so we just kind of uh you know did it that way um but you know nothing much changed and you know um everything um uh, you know we just did it how we normally do it because we all you know did what we can social distance we didn't go into you know we all masked up and stuff not masked up while we were writing but you know <laughs> out in public you know you just do the best yeah, you yeah. can that's it as as
1: that's- that was a sick riff man
2: You're like, yeah, yeah. Man,
1: you can't do it you can't work that way <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's understandable <laughs> but, um- you
2: got, yeah you riffs dirty like
1: you can't read each other's stank face when you're masked up. You need to have no. one. Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to have ones printed with the stank face on it. Yeah. Hey, I think I'm onto oh,
2: something. It's a million dollar idea.
1: I know. Yeah. And I just gave it away to the world.
2: Fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, can yeah, have- we, you haven't given it away yet. You can <laughs> still. You can call up the printing presses. Let's go.
1: That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you also got Alex Rudinger. Uh, Ru- Man, I can't even. T- it's early here this morning, right? rudy Rudin- mm-hmm. Rudinger? Rudinger. Yeah. See, Rudinger. I need to yeah. say it properly. Yeah. I know. I know. Early yeah. morning. But um, you got him on drums. Uh, who was touring? A touring member. How how's it been working with him? He's incredible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's you know super pro- professional drummer. He um, you know, he came to the studio. He Had every part ready. He even had like a couple ideas for like each each section of the song. So, I mean, it was just real smooth and he hit super hard. So there was no problems as far as getting, you know, good tones and good takes. So, um, yeah, we were super happy to have him.
1: That's what you want. Hey, that's what you want. You want a drummer who's going to get in there and be accurate and smash it real hard. Hey,
2: that's right. That's right.
1: That's where the stank face comes from. yeah. So I'm glad that you said that cuz not many people when I say straight face some people go what are you talking about? You you know, That's Yeah. Steak face. you have to stay. But anyway. Um <laughs> Uh one thing I did want to ask you about though and I've uh, I've been <laughs> I've been thinking about this of late. Anytime that Dave Chappelle pops up anywhere online there's always that meme that pops up with it. I don't know if you guys have seen it where it's like the uh instead watch out it's white chapelle and it's got oh
2: yeah white chapelle yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got
1: his face over like all you guys like
2: yeah the white newscaster yeah yeah, yeah. how
1: does that how does i mean how does that make you feel like you
2: know that that's out there in the to be a meme
1: yeah yeah
2: i mean it's funny you know it's it's funny <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I saw it a long time ago you know um uh, that meme actually came out like 10 years ago or something. So Keep coming
1: around. It, anytime something happens, it's like it, it pops up again. And it popped up the other day. And I was like, oh, there it is again.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's fun. <laughs> I love Dave Chappelle. So, I mean, it's... Maybe if that, if that means we're, you know, hanging out in the future, you know, God, I would love it.
1: There you go. I think... But, I maybe, mean, it means yeah. that you're part of the, the pop culture, you know, that people thinking about putting those two things together yeah that's uh, it's pretty cool it's a you know it is yeah absolutely absolutely uh and, and in regards to touring and stuff I, I saw you hitting the road with cannibal corpse and, and revo revocation
2: yeah yeah and love Revocation, love cannibal yeah so we're yeah we're stoked for that it's in february See, it's so it's it'll it. be our first tour back in two years so
1: how you feeling about that how are you prepping for that
2: um you know we got to practice we got to knock some rust off learn these songs you know just see what we can do um i do a you know we want to have a good like stage show too so we'll we'll start prepping for that soon
1: i guess with with the world that it is now is it difficult to to map out to like that
2: um yeah that's why we booked it so far ahead of advance because like there's people touring now in the states but you know we decided to book it you know farther in february hopefully you know it's just a guess hopefully maybe the world will get back to normal and
1: i would i would sell my soul to uh see that tour down here in australia that's for sure
2: Mm. because
1: corpse haven't been here in a little while and i can't when was the last time you guys were here you didn't come down here for valley did you
2: no, no, man, it's been a while. See what I'm saying? I know. Got to we'll do it, see, man. We'll see, man. Uh, we'll see. You got a little
1: glimmer, you got a little sparkle in your eye, there, man. Uh, you know something that I don't know that we don't know?
2: No, no, no. I, I, it's just we're <laughs> just you know we're off trying we're trying to figure this out. You know. I know. I know. Well, we'll, we'll see how other bands do first, and then we'll
1: we'll go from there yeah well at least we're not on fire at the
2: moment oh yeah that is good that's (laughs) (laughs) i
1: mean we just got this other problem but um, i mean we would we would absolutely love to see you guys down here any way we can because you just come down here and just kick our asses it's just
2: yeah and yeah we get to talk to you guys and you guys have slang words for everything and it's hilarious
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's the one that confuses you the most
2: um nothing i mean i just uh there's a slang word for um i guess what is it call your dick or mallet <laughs> mallet or you know sex is like having a root yeah there you go minute. yep Is that one yep get a root um <laughs> God, i just know all the sexual ones chugging the dot uh, <laughs> piss chisel is when there's like poop in the toilet and use your pee to I haven't heard that
1: one, man. I haven't heard that one before. Are you just making yeah. one up?
2: No, no. I, <laughs> I've heard it, man. I've been over there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You've seen some shit. Um, you know, do you know what, it, you obviously, in that case, you know what things like a bin chicken is? Uh, no. No. Okay. Bin chicken. It's not dirty. It's an ibis. It's a bird but they're like, look it up bin chickens horrible Bin chicken i'll check it out the hobos of the skies
2: ah yeah there you go like um starlings over here those are birds that are just shitheads
1: yeah see they just pick your garbage and they're just really annoying yeah Yeah. so there you go oh man there's lots of hey lots of slang to catch up on but in the meantime Man, this new Whitechapel album is just absolutely kicking my ass. And as I said, I can't wait to get it on final. Have you got it on final? Have you got your own? No, vinyl? not yet.
2: I still don't even have it. Well, the label shipped it out um, ah, two days ago. It just hasn't arrived yet.
1: Are you watching the tracking? That's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, oh, it's, 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 he's going here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd go there.
1: Yeah. It, come back here. You know, mm, excited. Yeah must be exciting for you every time, you know, you release an album and to, and to have that physical medium and, and, and see all that hard work and then go out into the world. It's incredible.
2: Oh, it feels so good. Like, it feels so good. It doesn't even, like, matter. My heating's broken in my house right now. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I'm just so warm from the feelings of letting it out.
1: Right, oh, dude. Man, you need, you need to have some of this. Have some of this heat. Just take it all.
2: Oh, I want I, Yeah, please.
1: See? Get there it. you go. Summer tour. I know I'm not going to happen this summer, but next summer? Come yeah.
2: For Australia in the wintertime oh, over here. Yeah, it's perfect. See?
1: Migrate down here. Have some beers and we'll have a good time. But uh, in the meantime, of course, Kin is out everywhere now. We'll have the links down here. Ben, it's always... I don't have a beer, but I'll salute you with this. Mate, yeah. take care yourself and uh, we'll see you soon I hope.
2: Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate the time. No worries. <laughs> checking out the album awesome cheers have a good day bro you too man.
1: man
0: planning on traveling this summer